0: Hey everybody! Welcome to the irregular search for truth. My name's Scott.
1: My name's Sachin. Once again, it's been a while. Yeah,
0: it has been a while. We've, we, I personally have been slacking off. Yes. So it's difficult. You've been busy. Uh, no, I haven't. Apologies. Apologies. Um, let's see. So uh, topics first. Uh, I should announce to the listening public that uh, this could affect them. This could. This could affect. Uh, It probably won't affect them at all. But this could affect the regularity of our podcast, or the format of our podcast, at least. That's a good point. point. Uh, uh, I've accepted a job, and the
1: job is in East Africa. Kenya. Bum, bum, bum. Bum. Man, that's life-changing. (laughs) Podcast-changing. It's
0: definitely podcast-changing. Though the funny thing is that... I, maybe it just hasn't set in or something like that, but right. i it doesn't really feel like a life changing situation um, It sort of almost feels like oh that you know maybe that'll be a cool adventure or something but i don't it's not got the same sort of magnitude to my life that the decision to go to the peace corps after college had you know that was like that was kind of a big deal. And this is sort of like, uh, you know, uh, I'm just taking a job, and I'll be gone for a while.
1: Is it? Was That's, it a big deal, like, uh, in, even in retrospect? I mean, I can imagine then it was a big deal, but now... Yeah,
0: yeah, then it was. Well, and it was a big deal in terms of where my life
1: went. Yeah, it seemed like it was a big life-changing, sort of, like, career-altering path, because, mm-hmm. like, now you've kind of, like, pursued the stuff that you sort of got into when you went to the Peace Corps. It's not like if I had gone, and I just, like, I went for two years, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to start doing... Computers or chemistry, or like you know, like Mm -hmm. building cars or something, it wouldn't really apply, right? right. It seems like you've sort of embraced is like this word that's weird, but like you've kind of sort of like gone on to that, continued the path. I embraced it, you continued the legacy.
0: I've held it tight, I keep it close to me at night.
1: Have you written any like what what kind of letters have you written that that path, like a love letter, like what kind of words? I've written
0: most of the letters. I think I've avoided K, but uh, with the exception of K, I've written most of the letters since then. (laughs) Edit that section out. (laughs) That was a a slow one. (laughs) Tonight's episode has been brought to you by the letters Q and P and the number 4. Um, what kind of letters have I written? I don't understand. Because like... you've,
1: like, embraced it, right? Like, I would imagine, oh, like, it was okay. a love letter, oh, right. you wow. know, like, Dear Peace Corps of 2002, mm. I, uh, I'm so happy that we've, we've got together, you know, you really changed my life, and for the better, really. I, I, I don't know where I would have been without you.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, I've never done that. Sorry. <laughs> wow, that's a pretty cold um... embrace, I think. No, it was it was a figurative embrace. Sorry. Mm. That, there were way too many jokes run, riffing off of that word. Wow. But, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, I think when I was 22 and heading off to the Peace Corps, that seemed like a bigger decision. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. you know, maybe I was just like, eh, you know, I'll be gone for two years. But I think for at least a year or so before then, I had decided that's – that's what I wanted to do. Right. Maybe to the uh, detriment of realizing that I would have to find a real job thereafter, you know? And so, consequently, I've sort of stuck with uh, these Peace Corps-esque positions. Right. Um, but anyway, once so, more, onto the breach.
1: So how do you think it's going to affect the podcast? Like, how, how do you think we well, should... Well, uh... I
0: was kind of imagining, like, what if... I don't know if it's possible... But we could do, like, a Skype recording. We could, I think, I, I, I don't think. know if we can record those conversations, but I think it would be kind of interesting to try. I, I mean, I'm sure we could figure it out. We still have a few more podcasts left. Don't fret not, fair listeners.
1: We could probably come up with some low-rent, like, solution. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and also, I, before I head off, We've I've got a couple months before I before I go anywhere, so so we'll get a few more podcasts under our belt. Well, what
1: we could do is like alienate all our listeners before you leave, and then just won't. Be. <laughs> that's one plan. We just burn
0: ourselves into the ground. Burn the bridges. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, but anyway, the news is I'll be going to Kenya in. Uh, and maybe early July, maybe the end of June. Uh, that's,
1: that's pretty wild.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. Pretty- well, and you know what's what's kind of cool. One of the one of the reasons I decided, oh, what the hell, I'll do it, is because in in development, if you're what I guess they call a development professional as opposed to an academic, right? Uh, it's hard to leap oceans. You know, if you become a development professional in Latin America, then you're probably gonna have a career in Latin America. And right. you might transfer you might go to Nicaragua and then you might go to Paraguay and then you might go to, you know, El Salvador or something like that. But you're you're pretty much gonna stay in Latin America. And and here I got the opportunity to uh continue in this in this weird path of being quote unquote develop a development professional. Right. And uh and and hop to the other side of the pond and uh and i thought all right that's pretty cool i'll i'll give that a shot and and see how it goes and so yeah that should be that should be fun
1: That's exciting so like uh i'm definitely gonna have to come visit i guess
0: yeah and then we were, could record one there Ooh, that'll that... be like what we could have is like the half africa episodes Leading up to it, and then you could come visit, and then it would be the full Africa episode. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. The full African experience.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. Have you, and this would probably, I think, you've now, like, set, you will have set foot on pretty much every continent except for Australia and Antarctica, which doesn't count.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Knowing people, though, who have set foot on Antarctica, I would think they, they might, uh, they might take offense at that.
1: That's just like, uh, you know, that's just like chalking. Uh, I'm like, you're just like, um, patting your stats when you said you've been in Antarctica it's like come on <laughs>
0: <laughs> well I think it's probably pretty beautiful
1: I'm sure it is you know but it's like you go there for academic and like research right. right or you you go
0: there to go there you go there
1: to go that's kind of the reason a lot of people go places though I suppose right but
0: right. yeah I guess I mean I mean to some extent you know in in sort of a self-analytical eye that's part of my reasoning for you know taking the job in Kenya. It's sort of like, yeah, I want to go there. I want to yeah. I want to have that experience of, of trying to you know live and work in in this area. Uh, well, it's not it'll that, be though. different.
1: Yeah, Africa, South America, North America, Europe, mm-hmm. Asia. Yeah, only two left.
0: I got I got some of the big ones off. There. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the, does, you know, does does Greenland count as part of North America? I think it's, or is it just an island?
1: You know, I don't know. I don't know. Greenland might be part of North America. It's big
0: enough to to contend.
1: You know, it's actually a... I think if you look at the map, it's actually not that big. It's just that because it's up there. Mm-hmm. You know how everything really spreads out because right. of the yeah, way yeah, it's yeah. mapped. If you look on a globe, it's not super big. It's pretty big.
0: It's but... pretty big. I mean it's it's bigger than California.
1: Sure. But it's, I mean, you know I mean
0: I don't, it's not as big as Australia. But I would say I would probably give it like one third Australia status.
1: But I mean, Australia barely come on. Mm. Like
0: you saying it's barely a continent? It's <laughs> just, it just—it
1: just—they're just. I mean, they're fortunate that they're isolated.
0: Like if they were
1: closer to Asia, it would just be part of Asia.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Well, you know what they do? They they call Australia and Indonesia and all those islands, New Zealand and whatever Louisiana Oceania. Yeah. 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 Well, so that's it's like, that's
1: probably a better sort of like okay, fine, you know.
0: But when you hear the word continent, you think like single landmass
1: true true
0: yeah okay but i don't know Man. i don't know we'll, we'll we'll think about that one and leave it for another podcast <laughs> maybe yeah.
1: it, the same like jupiter committee or not jupiter the pluto committee the one that like took away pluto status maybe they can oh, tackle yeah. this problem next. of australia yeah what or is do? or greenland maybe
0: australia is not oh yeah maybe australia greenland is pretty
1: big the problem with greenland
0: yeah what the what is greenland what is Greenland? It's part of Denmark? I guess it's an nope. autonomous oh, region yeah. Denmark. Oh yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah. But I think the majority of the population is actually of the like native Greenland. I think that's pretty safe to say, given that
1: Denmark is not that a country.
0: Well, I mean, but still, I mean, it's not like England was a big country, but they colonized a hell of a lot of yeah places, you know.
1: Yeah, they did. And
0: so you you could think if like going by like the US and Canada is sort of an example you might think oh well maybe Greenland's full of Danes
1: but they colonized places that were already populated I mean they didn't really colonize places that weren't populated already right but Greenland was populated true and what I'm saying just is like just with a small like, population because I mean what I'm saying is like when England co- like uh, colonized these places it wasn't like there were a lot of English people there mm-hmm. and what I'm saying is like yeah although Denmark might have authority over Greenland it, I would not imagine there's very many Danish people there
0: Well, but the reason they have authority over Greenland is because Danish colonists, or maybe they were Vikings, went there in the first place and still held allegiance to the king of Denmark. And guns. And guns, yeah. Well, or horned helmets and swords. Though, actually, I learned that uh, Vikings actually didn't wear horned helmets. And they didn't drink out of their enemy's skulls either. What? Yeah, it was a real it was just disappointing all over.
1: I guess the skulls would be hollow, it'd be difficult to drink out of them.
0: No, I mean that uh,
1: <laughs>
0: you would you would drink out of them because they're hollow, it would be hard to drink out of a, a bowling ball.
1: or what I mean is like oh you think they would have them upside down.
0: Yeah. Um <laughs> You use, you know, the, the eye sockets and the nose as, like, your little finger holders. Uh, that's the problem, though. You get all your
1: all the drink all over your fingers. You don't want that. Maybe they plug the cavities. With cork. With <laughs> Or with cartilage, you know? Yeah. Maybe,
0: well, I, th- I think, I mean, in my, in my imagination, and this apparently was completely historically inaccurate, but in my imagination... It was the skull of an enemy they had killed a while ago, so it was just a bone. It was right, not like uh, right, right, right. There was no fleshy bits.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and this is the Grizzly Podcast. So, what do
1: you got for the rest of this week? Um, let me pull out my post-it note here. Okay. This is the wrong post-it note. Mm-hmm. How do you know where that one came from? Woo! But uh, I do have this post-it note somewhere, and uh, I wanted to point out that I'm wearing a pedometer. Pedometer? You're measuring your walking. Yeah, my mom gave me this. I don't. Mm. I don't she had an extra. And I so far, say I've walked three thousand and ninety-six steps. Wow. Not bad, huh? So how does it measure that? I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I've had some before, or I've seen one before where it has a little, like, um thing inside it. You could shake it up and down, mm-hmm. and it would, like, make a noise, tick, 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 and then the number would go up and down. But this one, this thing's a little smarter. Oh wait! Oh oh oh! No, you just shook it and went up ten steps. So something's wrong. But like, uh, oh yeah. But uh, this one's pretty good, and it uh it just sits here, I thing. So I'm gonna start yeah, but I mean, I if
0: if you started, then I mean, because you just knocked it up twenty steps by shaking it. So, so maybe if you like, just are
1: sitting there jingling your pockets. Yeah, I mean that might be, but I don't think I really do that. Oh yeah. You know, and also like you know, I also take stairs two two steps, two steps at a time. Some, you know like a <laughs> little yeah. noise there. It's no, <laughs> still one step, though. For me? Yes. One step for Sachin. Two steps for mankind. <laughs> no. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, like, even though my steps are only one, they count twice. Like, I'm I'm going up as many steps as a normal person would. And my steps are also longer. So, right. like, for an average person, maybe they would go 40 steps to walk 40 yards. I might go 30 steps to walk 40 yards. But,
0: I mean, the idea of the pedometer is to give you an idea of how far or or how much exercise yes, you know, yes. you've got.
1: So I'm tank. more efficient with my steps. Yeah. Yeah, I, okay. Yeah. So I'm just saying, you know, Anyway, I'm just wearing a pedometer today. I don't know why. Uh-huh. We'll see how long it lasts. Okay. I. You know, you walk a lot in the city, although these days I've been driving a lot, mm-hmm. which is like, uh, I don't know. I feel all weird about it. It's a totally different city
0: when you're driving. It into. is,
1: and I like I. I'm really it like makes me angry because the roads are so bad. Yeah. There's so many potholes everywhere. Yeah. And it's like, oh my car, oh my car, oh. It's just, it's difficult, you know. Yeah.
0: I, <laughs> no, no. It. it I not think, in I think Well, no. I think the though it, it's worth pointing out that uh, that if you are in a car, the the area that you are in be it this city or or any other is is a totally different space than it and is. you're just like like when we lived down in San Diego right uh uh the the whole like it was it was basically like my community was a series of points separated by distances right you right. know and the, all those distances were roads right you know right, right, and right, right. and whereas now it's like what I do is I walk to a lot of places, and then I get on public transportation. But when I'm, you know, if if it's 25 minutes to the next bus, I'm like, I'm just gonna walk.
1: Yeah, it's like funny because you can actually just walk, maybe in twice the time as the bus. But the bus is just a quicker way of walking. Right. right Whereas yeah. I think like in most other like suburban cities or like more spread out cities, the bus you just can't compete with the bus after a certain distance. Yeah. Here in this in San Francisco, it's rare that you cannot go where you need to go. I was, walking.
0: On, I was on Muni this morning and it was so slow. It was yeah, just, just, it ridiculous. was just, Oh man!
1: You know, and the thing is, it's ironic that like, um, I I'm driving now because I mean I moved and now I'm further away from work and it takes me 45 minutes minimum to get to work on Muni. You know, it's like 45 minutes. That's a long commute. You yeah. know, and that's like an hour and a half a day, and that's minimum. Like a long day. For a place
0: that's like a mile and a half away.
1: It's literally a mile and a half away. or I think it's like three miles. Okay. You know, and it takes me fifteen minutes in the car.
0: And how long would it it would probably take you what? About half hour to walk that?
1: No, no, it would take me like an hour. I mean three miles, I three think. Three miles, you
0: think? Hour. I yeah. think you'd walk a mile and if you're if you're doing a brisk pace, maybe you walk a mile in ten minutes. No. I guess not. I guess I guess ten minutes is a slow person's jog.
1: A ten minutes, like that's. I think I did a mile in, in ten minutes when I was in like fifth grade.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man! The speedy kids were at six minutes. I was not a speedy kid. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you I was... you were one of the
1: kids who just sort of like was like kind of shuffling. I was just. I mean, you know, it's like when you're out of shape, you're out of shape. You know, I yeah. think like no matter how skinny you are, like if you're just not used to exercising mm-hmm. and running, you know, you're just like really slow. Yeah, but I think. My best mile time was about seven minutes
0: nice. when I was
1: in junior high. Yeah. And ironically, in high school, they didn't make us run anymore. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. And it's like, that's probably when you really need it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, also, it's, like, it's when you start to really smell, I think, right? Like, you could... Oh, it was true. funny, because, like, when you were in in elementary school, you could really get away with, like, just running around. Like, all you did, all, like, recess was play soccer. Yeah. Or, like, play a handball or play, like, dodgeball. And, like, you'd be running around, like, sweating and, like... No problem. But, like, yeah. now it's like you run for, like, five minutes. You're like, oh, God. Now yeah. I need to take a shower. You know, yeah. Something's changed. I don't yeah, know well, what Well, and is. also
0: you run for five minutes. And I, the last time I ran, I think, was the last time I played basketball. And that was probably over a month ago now. And so, I mean, you run. And not only are you sweating, but all of a sudden, like, your lungs are burning. Right.
1: Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. Why is running hard? When I first moved to the city, I... I, I didn't become a member of the gym or whatever. I just decided that I'm going to run. After, whenever I see the bus, I'm going to run after it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a pretty good workout. Like, I'd yeah. always, because I would never look up the bus when it was coming. And I would always, like, half the times I would see it way off in the distance. I'm like, I'm going to catch that bus. And it's, like, kind of amazing that you can catch a bus pretty easily because yeah. they go so slow.
0: Uh, I've done that, too. I've I, I, Occasionally, you have to chase it, like, five or six blocks. Yeah,
1: yeah. But, I mean, yeah. like, you can catch it in five or six blocks. And it's like, yeah, instead of waiting 20 minutes... Or 25 or 30 I just caught this bus yeah you know? and it's like and I'm actually a third of the way home now
0: yeah well it <laughs> makes you realize that if you if instead of walking or taking the bus if you ran everywhere in the city my god you'd be there yeah so I mean,
1: fast. like yeah, but if I live three miles away I can and actually I could
0: run you know that does your uh, does your work a lot of works have like showers and gyms. we and have stuff? showers yeah I mean I could run to work you, you should do that that would be cool
1: yeah it'd be kind of weird well you gonna run to work Like <laughs> usually you run think, away from work right? no i
0: think i think you would be starting a totally new trend that this is a sort of trend setting moment you know like the first guy to put a uh, a sail on a surfboard or right, right or whatever this is the first guy to run
1: to work it's a really good idea
0: you'd get you wouldn't have to shower in the morning
1: no, you no. just
0: you just uh, put on your running clothes,
1: put on your backpack or whatever with your normal stuff, run to work, shower at work. Yeah, I mean, in fact, you home. wouldn't even want to eat. Like you, would, I mean, yeah. all you would wake up and then you would like maybe shave. Oh, you would shave at work after you take a shower, yeah, right or yeah, whatever. And I guess you would wake up. I think you should you should experiment with this. You should try it. What do you think? <laughs> Unfortunately, it, I'm out of the running game. I think like I've become an old man or whatever. No,
0: you're not that old. I think you should give it. You should give it at least. Okay, so because the first day you would probably like, I don't know, have a side ache after like probably a quarter mile or something. But but I think if you gave it a week, yeah. By the end of that week, you would have uh, you would have some, you know, uh, data. To, I think I'm, to I'm more likely
1: to ride my bike to work. Okay. Yeah. All right. Which makes more sense, too. Yeah. I just, like, I mean, it's quicker. It's more less, dangerous. Less ap- Yeah, it is. You know, it's funny because I'm not.
0: And it's not as much of a cardiovascular workout.
1: Well, yeah, that's true. You know, actually, now that I'm driving, I, I get a little more, like, I'm a little less on the side of uh, the bikers, which uh, I feel angry. I feel sorry to say, mm. but it's like, you know, sometimes I'm driving and it's like, there's a biker, you know, and it's like, he's like. I think we talked about maybe two, ten or twenty episodes ago about bike rage or whatever. And yeah. it's like they're like on the uh, the right two thirds of the 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 lane or whatever. It's like you know, why are you there? You know, like it's fine if you're on a street that's a side street, but like the road that I'm on is a very major artery in this in this city. Yeah. You know, it's a road for cars. You know, why are you here at like eight thirty in the morning when it's like rush hour? You know, I uh-huh. it's. I just wonder sometimes, but I'm like, and then I'm like, you know what? It's like a bike city, also. When we should like, totally yeah. do that, you know. Well, I like, think,
0: I mean, they they could improve some of the uh, the bike infrastructure
1: here, you know. I think it'd be cool, actually, if they shut down some, like every third road for no cars. Yeah. or local traffic only. In other words, if you live on the block, you can drive on it, right. but otherwise, yeah. only. And it's like, I would be more likely to ride my bike if I knew that there was no cars, because yeah. you're right, it is more dangerous. Yeah. You know, and it's like. And There's always these graphics about like imagine if you look at a really crowded road like let's say there is a thousand cars on that road like you know for a mile or whatever that's a thousand cars probably conservatively or liberally 1,200 people Mm -hmm. right assuming that 200 of those cars have another passenger in it, which is like pretty low But it's like, you know, all right fine you could fit 1,200 bicyclists in like in like four blocks you know I mean? Just in that space, like, all that space could just easily be compressed. And just every third row, just make it a bike road.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe instead of running, you should try biking to work. I, I should. Do like, you have
1: a bike? Yeah, I, I do have a bike. And actually, at my old place, I did bike to work. And the reason I don't bike now is because I don't – I have this huge stairway in my house. Oh, right. And I have I to know. keep my bike at the top of the stairs. And it's like – it seems like a really lame excuse. But basically, in order to ride my bike to work, I have to you carry my you bike. It, uh,
0: all right, right behind the first flight, you have room behind that chair.
1: Yeah, I do. But then it's like you come home and there's like a bike in your like, you know, carpet and like house and stuff. I don't know. Uh, small price to pay. Anyway, that's, that's, it's funny. It's a, it's a very lazy reason, you know, but it's like, <laughs> in order, to, I don't want to ride my bike to work except to carry it down two flights of stairs.
0: Oh, uh, this, this is the irregular search for truth. We're full of lazy reasons. It's uh, it's, it's almost a, <laughs> an it's an irregular
1: way to get to not doing something. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, uh, I guess the next thing I was going to talk about was this oil spill. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. I don't know. I just – I'm, like, looking at the – I I just don't even want to – I'm almost – I was tempted not to bring it up because I'm just so angry about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, like, funny, like, the minute I heard about it with, like, there's some huge explosion and in the Gulf Coast or whatever, and, like, 11 people might be dead, I'm like, I don't care. Like, I just don't care about those people at all. Because I'm more concerned about what's going to happen when there's a huge oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico. Ouch. And nobody talked about that. And now that's all they're talking about. It's right, like, yeah. You idiots. Like, what? how do you think this thing works? Yeah. Like, I mean, there's a big, huge straw from the ground with oil coming up to the surface. And this, like, you know, this uh, platform receives it, I guess. And then somehow ships it to the, the... Maybe there's a pipe or something like that goes to the... But, I mean, there must have been an explosion. So there must be that all this oil is going somewhere right now there's oil like leaking from the bottom of the ocean apparently yeah oil on the surface of the water heading towards Louisiana and like Alabama and yeah. they're gonna like try and set it on fire and stuff yeah and, it's, and nobody only now like I think this happened a week ago and now they're talking about it like yeah. oh the environmental impact what about the environmental impact the minute it happened
0: yeah I you know I I remember thinking similar thing uh, uh I I would I would say you know I, We should care about the people who died. I mean, you
1: should, but it's like, I think, you know what? 11 people is a drop of the bucket compared to the amount of oil that is being spilt right now. And it's like, no, I mean, you know what? They work on an oil platform in the middle of the ocean. What do you think is going to happen every once in a while? It's a dangerous job.
0: Yeah, but I mean, damn. That's a a bold statement there. I mean, this this is going to
1: ruin the lives of, like, thousands and thousands of people. You know, like, I mean, and maybe it won't kill them immediately, yeah. but I mean, like, the tourist, the tourism industry, basically the entire, like, um, Mississippi, like, uh, River Delta is now being, like, a, you know, it's being threatened by this huge, like, plume of, like, and they said, like, the slick is the size of, like, West Virginia or something like that.
0: Yeah. I yeah, mean, no, it's pretty gnarly. And yeah. and and I agree, like, the coverage was was very limited. For the first week, and like, do you guys like,
1: understand that there's an oil platform like leaking oil into the Gulf of Mexico, like without any control? Like when do you plan? When do you think this is gonna stop?
0: Well, you know what I found interesting was that I think maybe a month ago or so, Barack Obama you know, was was. Putting out like, hey, and we need to maybe you know consider this offshore drilling thing. Drill baby
1: drill. It's like, Uh, what are you guys talking about, right? uh,
0: That's (laughs) a really bad idea. I mean,
1: it's like this is why. Do you under? This is why we can't have nice things. (laughs) (laughs) Do you understand why we don't drill? This is what the environmentalist has been saying for like twenty years. Like, yeah, it finally happened. Yeah. You know, are you happy now? Like, good. I I, maybe I and like I'm I'm, I don't want to. I've already, like, shot my mouth off, but, like, and I've been, like, repressing these feelings for a long time because it's, like, I'm just so angry about it. And, like, I feel like maybe for some reason I'm missing something because they haven't talked about this already. It's, like, all I've been thinking about since I heard about it was, like, okay, a huge spill in the middle of a national or pristine waters. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess there's some huge national, like, uh, monument or, like, water pristine, like, uh, reefs right off that water in the bayou in this really shallow area. It's all going to be ruined now. You know, because is a huge oil slick the size of a state heading towards it. Yeah. What a, is that? I don't know. I, I, I'm just without words. I don't even know what to say. I'm so, I'm so mad. It's,
0: it's got, I mean, I, the, I think the only good that can come of this is that it might heighten people's awareness of just how bad this, this is.
1: But I mean, why yeah. didn't we ta- Why weren't they talking about this like the second it happened? I don't even understand. It was like so topical, like you said, yeah. like he just talked about opening up um, drilling on the East Coast, right? Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, that's crazy because it's a horrible idea. But okay, fine, whatever. Like maybe you're unbiased and you want to like present both sides. But now, how about this? Topically, one week later or like three weeks later, this oil platform explodes in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico, and we don't talk about this. Yeah. They're not related somehow. Yeah. Like you can't say, Oh, well this is a, re- this is a risk or a threat. You know, like this is what could happen. Like environmental damage. I'm just baffled. I'm just angry. And upset. it's like, I don't even know what to do. Like, it, it, is it even worth it? Like saying, I told you so, because it's just like, nobody's,
0: you know, it's like, <laughs> uh, I don't think saying I told you so ever really, really helps. But I, I think that, you know, I think that hopefully we can learn the lesson here and, and take this to the you know the Congress or or whoever makes those decisions and be like, okay, don't do that, you know, but, stop it. Like, however many years ago, back before before Bush made the change, it was banned. Offshore drilling, you couldn't do it anymore. Are you right? sure I, they couldn't expand it? I think right. I think I mean, things that were already there were grandfathered. I think it's in, pretty right?
1: well established in the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah.
0: Right, but. Uh but like at least off you know, off California yeah, and the, the West Coast, Coast and yeah. the East Coast, it said no offshore drilling. And I don't know if they if they allowed new ones, new
1: platforms off the I, I suspect that this is not a new platform. I, I oh suspect, no, yeah. I mean I, I don't really know actually. Right. But I suspect that this is like I think it's a pretty well established like the Gulf of Mexico has really rich reserves or whatever. Yeah. And I think it's been a well explored area. Yeah. But yeah, going on exploring other places, I'm just not into that. And it's like it's funny that people make these complaints about being able to see it from the coast or whatever. It's like, I don't care about that. I think it's just a really bad idea to be drilling for oil in the middle of the ocean. Right. You know? Yeah. It just seems like that's obvious, you know? And, like, no matter how safe you think it is, like, the minute there's one accident, the whole thing is ruined. Yeah. And, like, Anwar, like, drilling in Alaska, this is why we don't do it. Mm-hmm. This is wh- This is why. You see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> But well, you know, this is what happens, Larry, when you drill an air This is what happens. But you know, actually, it's like a, going back to like, what do you, I told you so? Like, it's a, this huge, it's a total natural reaction to say, want to say, I told you so, right? Right. Why is that? A, why do we want to say that so badly? Hmm. And B, why is it not helpful? And C, how do you somehow resolve your burning desire to say it?
0: Okay, good questions. I think those are those are the heart of this episode of the irregular search for truth. Okay, I told you so. Why do you want to say it? Why uh, does it not resolve anything? And
1: and what was the third part? How do you yourself swallow oh, that how desire? How do you resist?
0: <laughs> resist? The, I told you so.
1: And, okay. and and you, I mean, somehow you just spit it to yourself and say. No, I'm not going to say I told you so, because this is the more um, constructive thing to do here. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, I guess it would be forgiveness or whatever it happens to be, but it's like, no! (laughs) You have to acknowledge my point! I told you so! (laughs) I've been screaming for 30 years, no offshore drilling, and you see what happens!
0: (laughs) This is what happens, Larry.
1: Um, Okay. Why? Why should I not be screaming at the top of my lungs? Well why why do, do we you... have that
0: urge in yeah, the first place? Yeah. I think I think that's probably a, a sort of uh an ego type thing, you know, like uh um and I'm using ego in just sort of a, a popular sense, not in a strict sure. psychological sense, but like a, um I think I think the reason, or at least in my experience, you know, when if something, you know, that i had sort of predicted uh came true i don't know if that's ever happened but no i i I vaguely remember that that sort of thing happening uh i think that the urge or or yeah that that desire kind of comes up from a sense of wanting to be acknowledged as like hey i'm smart i'm powerful i'm you know yeah i told you so yeah i told Luke you look so. at me yeah i told you so it did was it, me
1: did i not say this was gonna happen did it happen yes i told you so
0: yeah yeah and also maybe also if you're pissed off in addition to stick it to them a bit
1: more well that's know? the thing right it's like is it is it to stick it to them or is it like for personal like i need this recognition i think it's probably a bit of
0: both okay you know okay um i think like like for example, say it wasn't uh, say it wasn't that you were mad at someone, but say like you know you're like oh I think that's gonna hurt or something like you know like something where yeah,
1: you're gonna fall down or yeah. like
0: oh you're gonna don't
1: put, do it that way you're gonna drop those things yeah, yeah. no 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 I got it <laughs> <laughs>
0: told you so yeah I think I think then it's more of an ego thing yeah uh, but I think if if you are pissed off. Also, in addition, like you were sort of damaged in some way uh, right. by right. by right. the action, then I think you all it might also be a little like rubbing salt in the wound, you know? I told you so. You dumb, dumb, dumb. You
1: dumb, dumb. <laughs>
0: you <idiot>. dumb, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep this one a bit more G-rated. No, no, no. I, you know, I I I know that these have the explicit uh, whatever behind them, and so I'm trying to keep them uh, a little more.
1: No, I, that, I had a
0: whole slew of words after dumb
1: that t- that t- that tag is there because like uh iTunes is like they're like if you have one bad word, if you slip once and you don't use that tag, then we're gonna like get mad at you oh, no. you'll be in trouble so it's like I put that there, not like as a warning, but it's like you know what whatever well, we have discussed serious topics, this is like an r rated you know yeah. for people who are intelligent
0: <laughs> or at least for people who are over eighteen, yeah I, for people
1: who are thirteen, you haven't you haven't like your brain is too small Actually, for I this bet podcast. We're, we're
0: probably at the level of the average fourteen-year-old. No, 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 no.
1: Their brain is too small. Too small.
0: <laughs> They're gonna get mad at you. Hate mail can be sent to irregular search for truth at gmail dot com. Um, okay, part B of the I told you so question. So, well, do you do you accept the part A? It's sort of the answer of part A. It's it's ego and possibly. Revenge.
1: I I do. I think there's like some more caveats, but I think they'll be coming. So I okay. I will accept your premise right now.
0: Okay. Part B of the question was, uh, let's see. So part A was why do we have that urge? Part B is was that the how do you how do you resist?
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: I think you resist when you what? realize that I told you so is is really just sort of an ego thing, and the ego thing is kind of an immature, uh, impulse. You know, it doesn't help. Right. And in fact, if you do say I told you so, it can push the person you're saying it to further away from finding a solution.
1: But see, that's the thing, right? It's like this two way relationship. You've told them so they should now learn their lesson. Right. (laughs) But but if you focus, if you
0: switch the focus from the problem, the oil spill to the fact that I told
1: you so look at me, they will get mad at you. But why? They should not get mad at you. It's their problem.
0: Because because people get mad when you accuse them of things. It's true. It's I mean that's just Stupid part people. of human nature. It's I I get mad when people accuse me of things even if I'm guilty of them.
1: I mean like like okay right now it's really easy to just go up to the Republicans or whoever was sc- screaming "Drill baby drill" like two years ago like mm-hmm. a moron. So what do you have to say for yourself now? Like. Yeah, drill they drill we did that and now we have a leak in the ocean well then they can they can equivocate you
0: know they can be like well that oil rig was already there and the newer technologies wouldn't have you know these sorts of consequences
1: well see that's when i and, say i told you so <laughs> no
0: no no but you're you've already said i told
1: you so no but see yeah. like well okay the thing is i need okay yeah, you're right. It is ego. I need some recognition. I need you to acknowledge right. that you've done something wrong. And the thing is, if you don't acknowledge you've done something wrong, then how can I know that this will change? I mean, like I I've been fighting, you know, like we've been having a discussion that's about where, this.
0: That's where I think you I mean, as a strategy, you want to focus more on the cause or that, that problem. Right. You just than say, the fact that it was you know, say say I work for an organization that has been fighting offshore drilling. Right. If we go to, you know, whatever government or, yeah, or your the tactic? oil companies. What's your tactic now? Right. If we went and said, oh, we have been telling you for 25 years, you know, blah, right, blah, blah, right, that right, this would right. happen, then then I don't think that would get anywhere. I think the tactic is, okay, here's how we stop this oil spill, and here's how we stop any more from happening. Right. You know? Just and like, you, you can, I mean, you can point to what you've been saying as sort of evidence, but you right. don't, you don't draw the attention to the fact that it's you. Because you
1: have really had to swallow your like desire at that point to be like, I mean, because it's like you've been committing your sort of like time to this thing, right? I mean, just, I don't know what organization is like against. I mean drilling I'm, I'm, I'm sure all of them are Pretty much pretty much any environmental group I mean yeah you know. I'm just trying to Actually today I went to a couple environmental group websites Just to oh, check yeah. them out Because I was like I don't even know how it respond If if I was the president of Sierra Club I would just be like My entire webpage would be red Like <laughs> F you <laughs> It would be bleeding With rage With rage I would be so angry You know what I mean and no, it's like, no, welcome to Sierra Club. We're free. But I'm like, are you serious? Like, there's thousands of gallons, you know, leaking every like minute in like the Gulf. Like, yeah. what are we going to do about this? Uh, you, know? you know what it
0: really puts in perspective? It's like, dude, I I keep my, uh, my cooking oil and baking grease in a can. Right. Rather than dumping it down the drain. Screw like, it. Bro, yeah. Right. Why do I even try? Why bother with that?
1: Dump your bacon grease. Like, like I think I saw a story today they're going to like send some shrimp boats out to catch catch the shrimp like the last shrimp before the oil oh comes. It's God. like Really? Really who cares at this point, you know? <laughs> what are you going to sell that for $400?
0: No, it's the last shrimp. You put it on eBay. Right. You're like here's the last shrimp. This is the last Mississippi Gulf uh, Delta shrimp.
1: I hope it was worth it. That's the, that's the you other know, that's the other classic. I hope it was worth it. Yeah. I hope you made i hope you're happy. Well you know,
0: but there's the thing, like the uh the oil company guys can kinda of be like, Yep, it was. You
1: know. we got we got lots and lots of money. Mistakes are made. Um you know Yeah. <laughs> like, what? No, mistakes I mean, yeah yes, mistakes are made. I mean, people would die. People died. Lots
0: and lots of animals died, and li- like you said, livelihoods. Uh, well, maybe not lots of animals have died yet, but they're, they're
1: I mean, anticipating I'm a lot I'm pretty of sure that if they've covered the entire ocean floor with, like, oil, like, animals that we don't know about have died.
0: Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's
1: just like they're done. And it's like, I mean, if, it's, if an oil oil's like the size of some, some state, then oil's like some animal has died. Yeah. You know, and, like, there's plankton, and there's all sorts of other things that are, like, very important to the whole ecosystem of that. They don't necessarily – they can't control their own movement. And you can't even quantize that stuff, right? I mean, no. you can't even, like, say, like, what kind of effect it's going to have on the environment. hundred billion planktons are dead. Well, I mean, it's not so much that, <laughs> but it's just, like, you know, like, the they, – they play a role yeah. in, in the whole ecosystem. Well, you know
0: what I was thinking, actually – uh the weird thing about this is there's a large dead zone in the Gulf of Mexico. Because of all
1: the fertilizer, yeah, right? Yeah, because
0: of all the agricultural stuff that flows out of the Mississippi. And I was like, what if the oil spill just happens to be in the dead zone so it doesn't kill much?
1: Well, well, so I told you so. Actually, you didn't tell me anything because it's all dead anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, we can Oh, God. <laughs> This is a safe spill
0: zone. We can spill here all we like.
1: No, you're missing the point. <laughs> I don't, I just, it's so, you, it takes such a big man to like not say I told you so. It's oh. so hard. I, I, I mean, I, I feel like I, I want to say I told you so like every day to somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like every day I want to say it to somebody. I just don't know who, but you know, I want to say it to like just somebody. Because there's always like I have some opinion I have my opinions Because I think I'm right I mean I don't have opinions For any other reason Right (laughs) I don't have opinions Where I think I'm wrong I'm not going to have an opinion anyway It's like no I have an opinion Because I think I'm right It's my opinion And I
0: don't think It's the right opinion (laughs) But it's mine
1: I have an opinion Because I thought about it Or I've internalized this And I just think I'm right That's why I think I'm right Because that's my opinion You know And if I see somebody who suffers from not having my opinion, all I want to do is say, I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't you doing it this way? I told you so. <laughs> well, you yeah. know, I don't, and it's just like, you know, and the, I think maybe this, and I guess what I was saying when you were early asked me if I agree with you or not, and I agree with you completely. It's just that I think what I try to do is when I, cause I know if it, okay, well, if anybody's like me, which, you know, there's probably a, 3 or 4% chance of that. <laughs> they also want to say I told you so. Mm-hmm. As badly as I do. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that's going to make it better is for me to say, you're right. And, that, and so like, I try to hold up my end of the bargain by saying you're right a lot. Oh, when someone tells you they told you so. Yeah. Oh, like, you know what? Oh, you know. And before, oh, yeah. even before they say I told you so, it's like, oh, right. oh you know what? Yeah, you were right about that. It's yeah, called, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I should have done but, that. You were but right. But that, you know?
0: I mean, that's good because that, Cuts off or nips in the bud the whole "I told you so" conflict of egos.
1: Well, it's I mean it's 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 almost like giving him that that pleasure without having to go vindictive or like ego, right? It's like, hey, you know, you were right. I didn't. I I wanted to try it my way, you know. But luckily, there was no big deal, right? You know. Right.
0: So if someone did tell you so, people, you should acknowledge that and say, "That's what I say." Hey, you were right about this. I was wrong.
1: But it's hard, also, you know. A lot of people have trouble admitting they were wrong about anything. And these days, especially with this whole oil spill, like, it's, there's some, like, you know, legal ramifications, right? If you say, oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Actually, you know, they say that if you get into an accident, you shouldn't say, I'm sorry. Yeah, but that's just, like,
0: that's lawyers being total jerks. But it's an
1: unfortunate reality, right? Like, the unfortunate reality is you cannot admit guilt because, like, who knows what will happen. Like, that person might go the other way and say, like, well, he said I'm sorry, so I'm just going to nail him. For yeah. everything. You know, and it's like you can't even it's funny that they they advise you when you get in an accident, don't say I'm sorry, don't talk to the person, just get your numbers, get the information and just just like just stand over here.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and it's like you can't go over there and say, "You know what, I'm sorry." Uh I mean, I totally messed up or like, "Oh, you were right" or whatever. You know, cuz it's like then it, there's this like equal responsibility between the parties, right? Like yeah. forget about a car crash, but it's like, "Yeah, you told me so." And I and then I should say to you, "Oh, you told me so." I I Oh, well, I'm sorry about that. Next time I'll keep that in mind. And then that person feels like better. Like, oh, yeah, I did tell you so. But it's like, hey, and then and they're more likely to be like, yeah, all right. You know, it's cool. Whatever, mm-hmm. right? That's – but I think a lot of times, like you said, people don't want to admit they're wrong. Right. And I don't know why that is. That's the that's That's it's another D, ego thing, I think.
0: D. Yeah, I think it's another like if I admit I'm wrong, I'm –
1: you know. I'm... So what? what if you admit you're wrong? What's the big deal? You're wrong. I mean, I I think I, I think I've said this to you before once. It's like if I'm wrong, that's great because that means three seconds later I'm now right.
0: Yeah, you know, it's yeah, like you hey, learned you know, something. I, I learned something. Yeah.
1: I was wrong, and now I'll never do this again. I'm gonna be right for the rest. No, of my life. I don't know. That's I think same. there's I
0: think a, a lot of folks, you know, uh, and and probably myself included. At times, uh, you know, there's a there's a mental blockade to to wanting to say that because it admits. I mean, it, in in some ways you might connect it, and I don't think this is true, but you might connect it to be the thought of like that means that person's smarter than me or better than me or right, or right, whatever. Right. And that's not the truth. It just means they knew more than you at the time. And right. now you know more. Right, than right, right, you you right. know you know just as much or whatever. The more you know. Um, and and you might, you know, you invest your a bit of your ego in your decisions or something like that. And so to admit that they were wrong is to is to take a blow to that and that's hard for people to do. So, I think we, you know, in this situation in any situation like this, what you know, the best thing to do is is to take a step back and be like, okay, how do we fix the problem? Acknowledge the people who are right. I hope they don't just start pointing fingers and saying, I told you so, or whatever. Move on from there.
1: Yeah, and I think that works out in, like, really small disputes. But I think, like, uh, in this oil spill, yeah. they can't. Because, I mean, like, the minute they admit they're wrong, they're done. Hmm. Like, that company is, like, no longer exists. Because they're just going to get sued, or they're going to, like, be taken... Well, or something like that, right? I
0: saw I did see that, that uh that coal mining company that uh, had the collapse with the twenty nine miners who were right, killed right, right, right. a week or two ago. Uh they just offered the families of those miners a, a large amount of money.
1: But they never conceded anything. They just offered it because it's like, Oh, well, you are an employee. It's but more I mean, of a
0: condolence as yeah, opposed exactly, to a Because
1: right? I think like while that was going on, the guy they were saying, like, Oh, this mine has had safety records or whatever and the manager the entire time was like, No we might have had those things, but that was not to blame. That was not the problem, right, whatever. You know? right. Because it's like, yeah, the minute you say that I was negligent or I didn't do these things, then you're completely, you know, you are now liable for all, yeah. all damages.
0: Well, the, I think the yeah, I think the fear of, of liability and how that affects our society is probably enough material for a whole other podcast. <laughs> but shall, we, shall we cut it off there? Yeah, sure. All right. This has been the Irregular Search for Truth irregular search for truth at gmail.com uh my name's Scott my name's Sachin hopefully we've gotten somewhere today it was a good one yeah give it up all right yeah. <laughs> send us your
1: opinions bye bye <laughs>